Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Bankshot DJs podcast with your host. I'm with my buddy, Jacob Denny Denenholtz, and I am Matt the Shrine Shriner. Denny, what is good? It's going good, man. Friday, January 19th, 9.08 p.m. Matt, we're halfway through the NBA season. That's insane. It's pretty crazy to think about. Um, oh, time has been flying by. We're, we're about over 40 games into the uh, year. It starts, for me, it really starts flying by as soon as the All-Star break hits. Yeah, it's going to be crazy. Which is coming up real soon. It That's is. Just, that blows my mind. Yep. Trade deadline. Uh, All-Star weekend coming up. Uh, and then on a side note, too, this is our eighth episode yeah. we've done. Eighth episode of the season so yeah. far. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's actually we, I think we've come a long way, you know, uh, in this amount of time. Loving it. Build a little fan base. We appreciate all the listeners. Shout out to all of you. Thanks to the day ones. Um, Thanks to the new yes, guys. Sir. We don't care. Yep. Come listen when you want. Yep. We're going to just keep doing our thing and continue to uh, have some guests on here and just continue to talk ball. Yes, sir. So without further ado, let's waste no time. Yep. For those who are just joining us for the first time, we have a fun tradition we like to do. We're going to continue this tradition. For those who are back, welcome back to the tradition. We'll be taking a shot for our Seattle Supersonics until they get a shot. Coming back to this great association we call the NBA. Today, we have uh, my grandma's favorite, a duck fart, who we had with us earlier in the season. But yeah. uh, it's fun to make, and it's, to uh, it, it goes down easy. Yeah. So uh, here's to the Sonics, my guy. Bring them back. Bring them back. There we go. There we go. That whiskey hits. We got a jam-packed episode today, Matt. Yes, we do, Denny. What do we got? Uh, we're going to start off with the usual, kind of going through our team updates, uh, see where they're looking, you know, halfway through the year. And there's a lot going on in the league right now. You know, we're going to dive into the trade the, uh, the trade deadline that's approaching. Um, yep. And as I mentioned, we're going to, you know, we're halfway through the year. So we're going to go over what teams we think are looking really good right now in terms of playoff positioning and how their teams are playing uh, halfway through the year. And then we're going to kind of do a mid-year check-in on end-of-the-year awards. Uh, our first episode, we kind of did preseason predictions of all of our end-of-the-year awards. So we're going to go back and look at those. And then we're going to finish off uh, looking at the final return of fan voting, which was released yesterday. Those rosters are going to be announced in a week. So it's a lot of exciting stuff. Uh, for me, looking at the Suns, they actually just got a win tonight. Um, Nothing new under the sun. Nobody. It's it's fair to say. Uh, it's nothing new, nothing under the sun, baby. Uh, <laughs> let's hear about your sons. I'm I'm excited to. You know they've been playing better. Uh, they just they got really a, they just got a win tonight. Uh, Book actually dropped 52, dropped 25 in the, the first quarter. They're staying healthier. Um, I I looked up a stat and saw that the big three has only played eight games together. Uh, they started off 0 and three. Mm-hmm. Since then, they've improved, uh, and they're four and four right now together. Um, and so, I think that they just have to continue to build off that chemistry. The key is that they got to stay healthy. I gotta tell you, there's, I think there's a new big three. I'm just kidding. It's not actually. I just love Bradley Beal, but there's a guy who's surprising the shit out of me on that team. Nobody likes him, but he is. He's balling. I cannot deny this man is balling. He's averaging a double double. Is he actually? Yeah. Grayson out. 
Oh, we were thinking about different people. <laughs> Who are you thinking of? I thought you were talking about Nurk. <laughs> no, no, Nurk has been disappointing to me. He's gotten better. Yeah. But Grayson Allen had like, yeah, I mean, he had a 30 some point game. Yeah, two yeah. nights ago, he had, I mean, he's had two games this year with uh, nine threes. That's crazy. Uh, two nights ago, he had 29 with it. And then he's a couple weeks up. ago, he had 30 with nine threes. Yeah, so. That's actually well, so funny to think about different people. But <laughs> I was like, he's, hey. there's no way this man's averaging a double-double. Yeah, I, no, if he was averaging a <laughs> double-double, we'd be having a different conversation right now. Um, oh, my gosh. But, but when he's when he's feeling the three, he's a reliable yeah. catch-and-shoot guy. He's been scoring. He's yeah. been scoring good. Yeah. Uh, he's really shocking. He's really stepping up, especially for, you know, during these times when the big three are, weren't very healthy, well, Katie's yep. always been healthy, but, you know, D-Book and Bradley Beal here and there. But, yeah, it's actually been crazy to see it. Um, yeah, I just, like, weirdly looked up this, the game the other day, this week. I was like, yeah. Grace Nellon with, what, 34 Dude. points or something like that? Yeah, he's a couple games like, with nine, nine threes. Yeah, I mean. But Nurk, Nurk is, uh, I've given <laughs> I've Nurk a lot of shit on this podcast yeah. early in the season. Yeah. But uh, he's finally doing a little bit better. He's had some good games for him. Good. Yeah, I, th- I think he's figured it out. Up. I think, yeah, I mean, that's just a completely new team over there. And so I think they're just continuing to figure things out. Um, they've been playing a lot better basketball recently. Uh, seven of their last 10. I think right now they are sitting at, they're sitting in eighth. Uh, so they've climbed up the ladder a little bit. Uh, but we always talk about, you know, the West is always so tight. And so everyone's about a game or two apart anyways yeah um but that's that's all i really got for the suns you know they've been playing better i've been impressed books locked in obviously he had 52 tonight my guy katie's been doing his thing beal when he is healthy he's been playing well so hopefully he keeps it up katie having an underrated season i gotta yep. say for what his what he's dealt with as being the only one healthy of those big three this entire season so far averaging 29 averaging 29 you know, he's just doing his thing and yeah. uh he hasn't averaged 30 since back in his okc days since think. uh since when him and Melo were going at going it for at the scoring it. title That's katie crazy. would drop like 50 one night Melo would drop like the 54 the other night i know that is crazy to think about so it's uh good to see him that he's not slowing down yep He's doing his own thing, but he's really going in quiet just because of how the Suns had a bad start to the season. They're what? They're like eighth, ninth? We're, they're eighth right now. They're 23 and 18. Yeah. Uh, but they've been playing better. Four game win streak, seven and three in their last 10. Yeah. Keep so, it going. Keep it going. Uh, All for it. Be interesting if we saw uh, a Suns Thunder playoff series. Yeah. I would be, be very interesting. I, there's no doubt that you and I are going to be sitting there watching that game together. Oh, 100%. If that happens. Yeah. But uh, how are the Thunder doing right now? They're, they're chilling. They're chilling. Yeah. Um, I'm thunderstruck right now. Yeah. Uh, they're great. Um, they, were just, they were on this roll the other, the other week. we only lost. They had those two horrible losses. Um they were like on a roll, seven, eight, nine game win streak, I forget. But then they just had two weird losses against the Hawks and the Nets after literally destroying the Nets three or four games before that. Just bad. And they're like, okay, just get back home and, you know, destroy again. They went on another hot streak, yep. went on another four or five game stretch. Then this week, um, they lost. They went to LA. It just like looked like a completely different team. I don't even know what to tell you. I was literally so pissed off watching them. Uh, our, you know, obviously, Cy was texting. Cy went to one of the games, went to the Lakers game. Yep. The, the first night they did back to back. So they played the Lakers and they played the Clippers the night after in the same stadium. First of the Lakers game, 
uh, didn't even look like the same team. They shot the worst I've ever seen them. Well, the worst this season by far. They shot like 20% from the three-point line, and they had the most attempts I've ever seen in my life. They probably shot probably 50 or so threes, maybe a little bit over 40, and missed so many threes, and they were just digging them deeper in a hole, and it was just tough to see. It's always a tough game to watch. And they were trying yeah. to double-team Shea like every single moment he got. He still dropped 20-plus on them, which is, you know, he's averaging, what, 31 points right now? He's a bucket. So, but like he still, he still got twenty something plus points. And Torian Prince was on, and Torian yep. Prince played some great defense and defense on him. And then AD and uh, you know just a big team did not just really kind of locked up Chet. Even though Chet, Chet only didn't have a lot of points, but um, he was really getting assists out there. And then he was he got two blocks on LeBron himself, so that's still pretty good. But J Dubs has looked amazing. Even those in those two losses, J Dubs is still like way up there with points, averaging. I think his last ten game stretch, he's averaging 21, 22 points, and like crazy amount high rebounds, high assists, and uh, yeah, this team is awesome to see. And then they figured their shit out again, played the Jazz uh, the other night, last night, and back on track. But those two games in LA were just horrible. They had, but the thing is, like. They were like they were there. They almost won on both those games still. And they looked like the worst I've ever seen them. So like that's what makes me not worried whatsoever with them right now because they're a young team. Like everybody will say it every week and every single week. They're a very young team. Um, they're still figuring shit out. And uh yeah, they're gonna have some lows. And unfortunately against two LA teams that are well, it was against the struggling Lakers for a while. I mean, actually I don't know if they won yet, but the Lakers are playing right now against Playing the Nets. Playing the Nets. Um, down, they're down, down 10, by 10. 10 minutes left in the fourth. So, yeah, I don't understand how they can. I, I don't understand the Lakers, first of all. And I don't know how the Thunder could lose against the struggling Lakers. who just lost to the Jazz game before that. And then go yeah. into Utah and then beat the Jazz by what, like four or five points. Not like a crazy beat, but um, Laura McKinnon, come to the Thunder, please. I'll talk more about that in a different episode. But, um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited for the Thunder team. I didn't realize they only have 13 losses. Yeah, only 13 I mean, losses. Second right now, they've been playing. They were been playing really well. They were. I mean, they were tied with first for a while. Yeah, and then they lost. Obviously, those, those four games I told you about. Um, Who do they play next? They play huge, uh, huge. They huge play game. Minnesota Timberwolves tomorrow night. Huge one versus two. And so, oh, fun fact, uh, just real quick. Um, shout out to Chet Holmgren. Uh, my rookie of the year in this race. Um, he actually got his jersey retired at his high school, which happens to be Minnesota, and they're playing Minnesota tomorrow night. So they, the entire squad, Minnehaha Academy, Minnehaha Academy, Minnesota, Minneapolis, Minnehaha, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, him and Suggs went there together. Um, yeah, he got his jersey retired, and the whole entire Thunder squad showed up to the high school for his jersey retirement. Hey, it was we'll, actually we'll so sick. We'll hey, yeah, cheers, my boy Chet. Congratulations, Chet. That's a, that's a big time accomplishment. Yeah, so that was cool, and I really hope to see uh, Jalen Suggs' number up there next to him because Jalen Suggs was, you know, just as great as That Chet. was such a fun duo to watch in high school, just seeing all those tapes and shit. Like, yeah. You know, and it crazy sucks duo. they never got to play with each other at Gonzaga because they're both one and duns. Could you imagine? Can you imagine? If they had played together at Gonzaga. Don't get me started on Gonzaga right now. They're that on build chemistry. They're Gonzaga, on they're not, not, not doing good. Right now. No, no, this is. I know we don't talk about college basketball much on here, but I mean it's it, it's all relevant. ball. It's all ball. The okay. Shout out to okay. I gotta give a quick shout out to my Cougs. 
Uh, yes. I've never, yes. so I've been a Gonzaga fan and a Cougs fan my entire life. Never once did I ever think I would come to a moment where I'm watching Cougs basketball be better than Gonzaga basketball. And we are at this moment. Last week, they went into, uh, they went to USC and they beat Bronny and the USC and, I, and Collier, who was yep. supposed to like one of the best Isaiah, freshmen in the Isaiah nation. Collier. Isaiah Collier. Yeah, he's a Hoover. And they did it. They beat USC in front of LeBron. LeBron came to the game courtside yep. in USC. Didn't he, didn't he leave in. early too? Yep, I think he, he did started, leave early. Yeah, he, he was like, I'm done. Carry that in do it. to that same weekend. Number eight ranked Arizona Wildcats come into Pullman, Washington. This is the same story we that we came to last year. Yep. Number five ranked Arizona came into yeah, yeah. WSU and they beat yeah. them this year. Number eight, number eight ranked Arizona came in and they lost to WSU again two years in a row as they were top ten. So. Shout out to my Cougs. They're doing great. Um, Miles Rice had 35-8 last night against, against Stanford. Pac-12 freshman record. No, WC freshman record. Yeah, no, I, I, I saw some other freshman stat. He's that Isaac Jones got Isaac Jones been player, of the, player of the month yep. or player of the week by like ESPN, yep. a bunch of other places. ESPN, Pac-12, and a bunch of other places. So like Oscar Clough. Oscar Clough. <laughs> been open. Yes. Open. Yes. So I'm like, I'm... You can really never forget about Yaki too. Like I love Yaki, yeah. and I mean he he does his thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as he's hitting shots. Quick shout out to uh, totally not. They're not doing great, but shout out to my boy, my boy Ryan Rapp for getting some minutes out there in Hawaii. I'm excited to come see you in the Bay against UC Davis. We love you, Rappa. We love you, Ryan Rapp. You're the best. You're the homie. Yes, sir. Keep balling out there in the yes, islands. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't wait to see you at UC Davis, my guy. Anyways. I got totally sidetracked there. Quick little, quick little college talk. Quick yeah, little college okay. talk. Yeah. What, what led to this? Oh, we were talking about Chet, and uh, yeah, we're playing the T Wolves tomorrow, which is a huge game. We're two games behind them. If we win this, if we win this game, one, we'll have them two games to one on our season series so far, and we'll be one game behind them. So, whenever we do get tied up with them, we'll definitely have the number one spot if we, it comes down to it. So it's a huge game tomorrow in Minnesota. Um, as long as they don't play against the way they did against the Lakers and I think they'll be just fine. So Lakers or Clippers, sorry, just LA. Man. Yeah. Okay. One last rant is rant. just Paul George. Just, I'm really excited to see him doing good right now, but why did you have to do good against my fucking team like that? Out of nowhere, this man just popped off out of nowhere, had a season high of the, of the year, 38 points. He went off in that fourth quarter. The last five minutes of the game. He was going crazy. Contested three. J-Dub's hand in his face. Yeah. He was just draining him. He was like, didn't even that, look at the who get that steal? Who did he get that steal off of? Oh. That fast break dunk when he came over to the side and just took it. It was, was against Shea. Yeah. I think it was SGA. It was against Shea. Yeah. So, yeah. Paul George is balling. I mean, he's, yeah. he's. We'll talk about PG more in a little bit, but, but he's been hooping. Anyways, yeah. Thunder yeah. got a good wake-up call. Yeah. Um, They're not going to win every game. You know no. this. And this is like, I think those that, were... They're two, an exciting young team to watch. I, I enjoy it. It's a fun team. Yeah. I think those and, are two huge games for yeah. when it comes to playoff time. Right. So that's the experience you're going to need because, I mean, I mean, Paul George ain't going to play like that in playoffs. He never has. But, uh... <laughs> yeah. Well, moving on to league news. Yeah. Go for it. Huge trade, Matt. Huge. Huge trade. Pascal Siakam is on the move. Raptors. After all the talks... Everything the Raptors, Raptors gonna shipped done. Siakam out of there, went to the Indiana Pacers. So the Pacers receive Siakam in a future second round pick from the Pelicans, and the Raptors get Bruce Brown, Kira Lewis, 
mm-hmm. Jordan Nuora, two twenty four first round picks, and conditional. the conditional twenty twenty six first round pick, which is the worst of who was it again? OKC, the Clippers, the Jazz, the Rockets. I think there's a fifth team. Are we the Bucks or something like that? Who's who's going to be the worst out of those teams? Uh, it's easily going to be either, either the Rockets or the Jazz. I don't know. I can't tell you which one. I think they're both trying to look really at the 2020, yeah, 2025. Like who's going to be? I still the worst think it's going to be. I still think it's going to be the Rockets. Rockets. If I had to take a guess, Rockets started off really hot, but they're they're going back down. They're below 500 again. They're Jazz. Jazz have picked streak. it up. I mean, their I didn't realize they were already nine. Six. Yeah, Jazz were on a hot streak. Yeah, yeah they're eight two in their last ten. They were on a hot streak and then they lost to us. Um, yeah, they're good. Jazz are doing really good right now. Colin Sexton's yeah. popped off. Really like seeing Sexton out there. Yeah. Barry Markinen, amazing. Glad that he's healthy out there and doing his thing. Jordan Clarkson, surprisingly doing well. He's, you know, he's he's a bucket getter. I hate Jordan Clarkson, but I mean, it's just like weird, but you know. Yeah, he's a bucket getter. Love to see my boy Kelly Olinick. Yeah. I got there. He's getting some minutes off the bench. Yeah. Sometimes starting in the center role as well. Yep. No, they're, no, they're gonna get up there. Yeah, but anyways, going back to the trade. So the Pacers get Siakam, Matt. What do you, let's talk? We'll talk about both sides yeah. of the trade. Let's start with the Pacers. What are your thoughts on the Pacers getting Siakam? So now they're pairing him with with Halliburton. Perfect. Perfect. It gets, yeah. it gets Halley even more help than he needed. Yeah, a little bit. It takes some pressure off some of those guys like you know Miles Turner down low, and uh, uh, it's just it's great. You know they're they're playing in their first game together right now. Uh, Siakam and Halliburton. Let's take a look. Score. They're down eight with a minute twenty left to the uh, Blazers. Go Blazers! So, <laughs> I guess. Uh, I mean, Halliburton's Man. got nineteen and fifteen. Siakam's got twenty one and six. And this is Miles Turner's got twenty four and eleven. So like, Buddy Heald's got eighteen six and seven. Like these guys are playing well. It's just that Jeremy Grant and Malcolm Brogdon both have thirty. Jeremy Grant's amazing. Jeremy Grant's a bucket. Well, I forgot Brogdon's on the Blazers, honestly. Yeah. I mean, that guy, you can put Brogdon on any yeah. team. <laughs> he's and, been on a lot of teams. Yeah. And he can, he'll perform anywhere. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be part of the trade talk but a little bit later. I think Siakam's going to be really I think so too. useful for them, especially down yeah. the stretch. Because right now they're the six, they're six in the East now. Yep. Officially. They, I mean, they were, you know, we talked about it a little bit. They kind of slipped, they slipped after the in season tournament. Back. Um, before, yeah, Siakam yeah. even pulled up. They've been playing a lot better. And Halliburton, oh. I thought Halliburton was going to be out longer. I didn't realize he was going to come back at this point. So, so this is kind of perfect after, timing. He got injured after we before our last episode. Yeah, he so, went down with that hamstring strain. He, grade. He did those splits. Whatever. Yeah, he dude. Did those yeah. Splits. yeah, yeah. That that, like that court was yeah. That court oh. was fucked. Yeah, uh, but I didn't expect him to come back no, this quick. No, me neither. So a lot of talk um, about their trade was, you know, Siakam filling in while Holly's trying to get healthy. Right, yeah. And I think it's going to help him in his recovery because you don't think, I mean, Holly has, I mean, he has a good style right now, but you don't expect yeah. him to be balling like he was right before because that's just, no, and I hurts. I think for Siakam too, um, Get some, he he helped, he, he was a little bit of a playmaker over in, uh, in Toronto and he didn't necessarily have a playmaker, like a point guard playmaker to kind of get him the ball yeah. where he wants it um him and scotty b handled the rock a lot and now you're letting siakam play more off ball but he can still create his own shot and facilitate i feel like he's gonna be a lot more effective um and i like the front court of him and miles turner yeah you know siakam's a good defender lengthy you know forward and obviously you have a defensive anchor like miles turner down there yeah but i think Mar- Matherin when he comes into yep. and so i feel like that's i mean i feel like siakam's a great fit and siakam will be perfect um, for 
dishing dimes out and then you have yeah. you have support from you know andrew nemhart out there as well the guard yep. so he can be a catch and shoot guy now and, and siakam, siakam, siakam was happy too because his you know his contract expiring so yep. he wanted to go somewhere where he wanted to resign yeah and so i think he's gonna be so people some people think it could be a in. rental but which would we, suck dude, obviously they would the lose day, it's up to siakam yeah but yeah. up to him when he get, you know at the end of the I year mean, i sent this to you you know um earlier this week is the end of an era we're talking about the slam poster of it's after crazy. the reigning this is right after they won the championship obviously yeah. Kawhi went to the clippers yep and uh on this team was john Mar- or excuse me og on marcus saul fred van vliet kyra lowry uh norman powell Sergi baka and pascal siakam and uh not not a single one of them are on what, the a, what, a run, what a run they had man it was also oh, great man. yeah powell who's on the clippers now yeah. laurie's in miami you know not even being like a, he's good but he's not even like a main starter there is he i think he starts he plays like 30 minutes game but he just doesn't do as he much do anything offense doesn't just revolve around as much anymore fred's down in houston fred's doing his thing down in houston OG just got traded so yeah raptors made two big trades before the before anybody else this season and the thing is is when you look at fred mm-hmm. like i don't know like they, i feel like they could have at least tried to trade him last year right to get assets rather than letting him walk this year Granted, I don't know if they expected the Rockets to throw forty million at him because uh, Van Vliet got a fucking bag. <laughs> yeah, he did. Uh, but I mean, it's my guy, so very happy for him. But the rap, you know, yeah, I feel like the Raptors should have done something like that. But at the same time, they just got three first round picks. Yeah, so I, I, that so, brings me to the second point. So when, when you're based off their first trade with the OG trade, yeah, and then they got well because they got RJ Barrett and they got Isaiah quickly. It's a it's Manuel. Manual yeah, it's oh a new. Gosh. It's okay. We're good. It's a new. Uh, it's a new era. It's a new whole era in Toronto. But uh, the thing is, is that I feel like quickly and RJ have been playing really well. RJ is like there's since first they There was like 38 points. Yeah. The issue is that they they just haven't been winning. Yeah. Uh, Which, and I don't know if I don't know what the issue is there, but I know that I've seen their stats quickly in RJ. They've been playing really well. Yeah, I mean they've been playing a lot more minutes and they've been playing effective. I can't over pronounce there. her coach's name, but Darko Rajakovic. Rajakovic. You, oh my gosh! Speaking of which, we gotta talk <laughs> real quick. Now that we're on the topic of the Toronto Raptors, we gotta talk about his quick rant. The man had the most <laughs> massive rant. <laughs> you didn't expect that, did you? Oh, man. Uh, okay, so context. Last week, uh, the Raptors played the Lakers. And in the, it was just the fourth quarter of the entire game. I think the tw- I think the entire game, the free throws was the Lakers had 21. The Lakers had, had 24 free throws. 24, and then the Raptors, and the Raptors, had, Raptors had, two. had two free throws. And the, the Lakers won the game. And Rog Rogadovich, Rog Rogakovich, Rogakovich, Rogakovich had the most crazy rant post game. It was and, awesome. Uh, it was great. That was awesome. But uh, the man, uh, I mean, <laughs> man got fined like twenty five thousand dollars, some shit like that. I think one of the best parts is, is uh, it's part of the rules. You can't when can't he play in the rest, when he but, yelled, "It's complete crap!" <laughs> it's complete crap. And then he was like, uh, he's like, were the Lakers supposed to win that game? Because if so, just tell us and we won't show he was up. He like, what's the that, point? That dude had what's me point? cracking up, man. <laughs> Scotty Barnes is going to be the face of this league. Oh, 
But yeah, speaking of which, um, kind of talking about the rest of that trade. Yep. Really helps Let's out talk Scotty about the Barnes. Raptors. Let's talk about the Raptors. Really helps out Scotty Barnes, I feel like. Um, He's going to skyrocket. I, we did talk about Bruce Brown in our pregame show, the first episode, preseason show. Uh, he's definitely not what I expected him to be with the Pacers. So maybe he could go back to, you know, that Nuggets form where he could be a little bit bigger role player, especially with a bunch of young guys over in Toronto. So um, I think him and I'm hoping his role kind of increases. I think him and him and Schroeder, because I'm assuming Schroeder's coming off the bench now with quickly starting. I think him and Schroeder could be a nice. I always forget Schroeder's up there. I feel like they'd be a nice backcourt to come off the bench. And yeah, and then you got RJ. I I agree. Bruce Brown, I was does. I feel like he's. He's capable of more. He is. I mean, I we just, saw what he we saw what he did in Denver. Like when I he gets put in a great him. system, using my fantasy, I just dropped I, him. I dropped them all. I go to. Yeah, I felt bad. I was like holding on for hope. I know. And I know. Uh, maybe but maybe this is the answer. Maybe like, I'll pick him back up before anybody realizes because maybe he's going to pop off. Yeah, but what going back to what you said about Scotty Barnes, like oh, to start well, off the season, even clear. even with Siakam there, like you could already tell that the team is shifting towards Scotty and he's taking yeah, over. Yeah, you still had OG there. Uh, yeah. OG had the disappointing first yeah. start of the season. Now yeah, you already knew good. You already knew the team was shifting towards Scotty. And I mean, Scotty's killing it. His first game himself, he had 31, 7, and 6 assists, 3 seals, and 3 blocks. Like, Scotty's he's crazy. Dude. Scotty's my yeah. guy. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. for him. My question for you... Oh, well, before the question, also, Jakob Poetel is out, but I think when he comes back too... Uh, they don't have a. Yeah. They have Jonte Porter down there at center. Porter's having a good season, isn't he? Top. Poetel. Yeah. Yeah, he's been playing well. Is he? Is he? He's like a, top five in rebounds or something like that. Or no, I, he's. Else? You know, he's always efficient on rebounds. I think he always averages around double double, and he also plays really good defense. He's a mm-hmm. good defensive anchor, um, and so I think once they I get him back into the season, uh, it'll be nice. But Matt, my question for you is: Do you think that they keep Bruce Brown? Uh, through the season or by the trade date? Let's, uh, let's ask both. Do you think, do they keep him through the trade deadline? And if so, do they keep him into next year? I think, I think they keep him past the trade deadline unless, yeah, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to stick with that. I think they're going to keep past the trade deadline as pretty much their own veteran presence besides Schroeder. Schroeder's veteran presence too, yeah. but both have both have rings. Both have rings. Um, I forgot for sure even on that team, but I think he'll yeah. be good. You know, I, I think yeah, I think he stays for the season, but I don't know if he comes back in next season. It really depends what they do in the draft, and because I don't think they're done. I mean, I saw another article talking about you know why they made these trades so quickly is because uh, I think they got the best deal they could for uh, for getting Siakam right now. Yeah. Because right. if you go later, if you get closer to this trade deadline, there's other people that are going to have a lot higher values, a lot higher things to trade for, like to offer. Yeah. So I think they're just there. Um, shout out to the Raptors GM. I'm not sure who he is, but. Um, Masai Ujiri. <laughs> <laughs> or wait, no, he's the owner. Sorry, he's the owner. Yeah, he's not I was going to say, that's, I was like, that's the owner. But hey, yeah. still, they're doing good. I really like where they're going. Obviously, they're not going to. Even if they do make the play-in, I doubt that. I completely doubt that, actually. But um, they need a big run soon. Yeah. <laughs> soon. But even if they do make the play-in, they're not going to go far. Um, but it's just like it's a future, and then I, I personally know very well about this because I've been dealing with it the last few years with my Thunder. So yeah, it's a future. It's not Sam Presti style, but it's a future. So who right now looking at the trade? Who won it? Oh, easily Pacers. Pacers. Yeah. I like those two first round picks easy. 
uh, three bench players. Well, the other two weren't really, like that big of role player bench players. Bruce Brown was kind of a role player bench player. Yeah. That's the highest you have to give away, plus two first round picks and conditional. Yeah, I don't know. That's fine. Well, staying on the topic of the Raptors, let's look at, let's review the trade. We've been talking a little bit about it that has already happened. OG. The OG trade. Let's look at it. Let's look at it from the Knicks side with OG. Matt, since he's gone there, they've been playing really good basketball. Yeah. They're eight. I mean, they've won eight out of the last 10. Um, I think he has fit perfectly into that system. Um, you know, he gives them, we've talked, I've talked about it before, he gives them that effective catch and shoot option. They're eight and two in their last 10. Yeah. While also bringing a perimeter defender out there to be the primary defender. You know, they have guys down low. They've never necessarily had a guard out there who can yeah. lock down. Uh, he's a lengthy forward who can do that. Um, <laughs> he's sixth in defensive rating. And really? Uh, yeah. And when I was looking at him, when I was kind of looking at his stats and everything and seeing that Tom Thibodeau is the coach, he reminds me of another Luol Deng. Yeah, he reminds me of another Luol Deng. Mm -hmm. Wow, I forgot about Luol Deng. Yeah. Great defender. Yeah. Catch and shoot guy. You got a point. Yeah, and he's under Thibs. So uh, that OG's been doing great. Knicks are what, fifth? Knicks are fifth. Yeah. And they're in between their last 10. So... And, you know, the, the top three have had not great records in their last 10. You had the Celtics at 6-4, and four, the Bucks at 5-5 five and five the last 10, and and Sixers 6-4. Six and four, And then you have the Cavs and Knicks both at 8-2 in their last 10. Yeah. So they can easily make up ground right now. They're, or they kind of have to if they're going to, you know. They're fifth. They're in playoffs. So Another, another question for the Raptors. Uh, you know, February 19th, February 18th, I believe, is the all-star break. Do you see them with their trades? They made this new kind of system. Do you see them ma- being able to get some momentum going into the playoff, into the uh, all-star break? Um, I don't think right away. Yeah. But uh, maybe near the end, catch fire. Just something. Yeah, I think it's going to be something. I mean, yeah. like I said, uh, RJ's been killing it. RJ's been quickly been playing light. well. Yeah. I already like quickly. Yeah. Uh, so even so, talking about the OG trade, and you you say who won? I'm still going to say the Raptors won that trade. I think I said that originally when we yep. talked about it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm glad OG is balling over there, but the Knicks didn't necessarily need him. I feel like they're with the, with the 30 point scorers Brunson's and killing it. Brunson and Randall, Randall yeah. killing it. Uh, who? Else? Oh, um, what's his name? Uh, white guy. Oh, <laughs> uh, Harnstein, Divincenzo, Divincenzo, Divincenzo. Divincenzo. Really he's always a good role yeah, player. Yeah, I don't man, know why I couldn't think of Divincenzo. Knockdown three point shooter. He yeah, has an effective player. He's had a good season so far. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think the Knicks are just rolling really well. I'm, nice. I didn't know Tom was our coach this year, actually. But oh, yeah. um, shout out to Tom. I mean, I used to hate Tom being he's the still around, coach. Man. But, uh, He's he's still around. Still around. Yeah. But yeah, no, shout out to Tom. He's doing good with his team. And uh but yeah, at the end of the day, I still think the Raptors won this trade. Yeah. Because RJ and quickly will be great in the future. Um, even yeah, even those two alone with Scotty Barnes can easily help them catch fire in this upcoming all-star break. So Yep. Well, as I mentioned earlier, February eighth at uh noon, three PM Eastern time will be the uh, the trade deadline. And so we will we'll make sure to get another pod going before that um, to talk more trades. Obviously, there's going to be a lot more happening at that point. 
moving on to more league news, Matt. Let's look at some teams that are just not having the greatest luck. Let's look over at Memphis. Memphis is in complete shambles. Uh, the last pod we had talked about, Jaw was nine games in, playing well. Since then, what has happened since then, Matt? Jaw had season ending it, uh, season ending surgery. Yep. So uh, I think it was a shoulder. Labrum. Nine games. Yep. Nine games. And, uh, he's out uh, for the season. He was balling for those nine games. Yeah, I think he was already averaging like twenty five. Yeah. He was playing well, you know, going back to normal jaw. You know, um, we'll talk about it later, but he did get some, he was popular among fans. I'll, I'll say that to the least. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> just cra- crazy. Uh, and then, you know, looking at other injuries now in Memphis, Desmond Bain is out for six weeks. Marcus Smart is out for six weeks. I yep. mean, they're losing everyone on their team now, Everybody's man. dropping live. Yeah. And on the fact they already had Steven Adams out for the beginning of the season. Yep. They had Brandon Clark out from the beginning of the season. So now they have five guys who are perpetually starters. Oh, and the other thing we ranted about last time is that Bismarck Biombo was their leading rebounder on the team, and then they just cut him out of nowhere. Yeah, they wish they had Bismarck Biombo right now, don't they? Uh, Triple J still does not average more rebounds than what Biombo did. Biombo <laughs> still had six. Triple J has gone from five and a half to 5.7. Wow. And so I just want to say. Now Triple J is their only big score. And now right Triple J is their only like big man down he low. Had 30... like, he, had, he had 36 the other night. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's you know, he's going to have to. Uh, <laughs> but then evolved the guy out of all this. So, yeah. So one by one, flies keep on dropping. And then out of nowhere, after the, it was after the Desmond Bain news. They're like we're we're done. We no, they're no, everybody was like, okay, these guys are they're done for the season. Obviously, not as bad as the Pistons, but pretty damn close. I mean, I actually that's 15 wins, but um, and then the day after that, they play they go and play the Golden State Warriors. Yep, and they called up a guy from their from their G League. It's uh, GG Jackson. GG Jackson the second. GG Jackson the second. South Carolina. Really. He's uh, he's been playing really well. I mean, he's well. He played he's played two games since he's got. uh, He's been getting extended minutes before that, or uh, sorry, before that. You know, he's been playing about seven to eight minutes Um, Mm -hmm. since these injuries have happened. He's been getting increased role. He's been seeing twenty minutes a uh, a game, and he's been taking advantage of that, uh, scoring twenty in back to back games. With the second game, Matt, uh, he dropped twenty five with five threes against the uh warriors yeah. and and they won that game and they against, beat against the warriors. warriors yeah with the that's a warriors team that's with a healthy curry a healthy clay no draymond then that game draymond was not there draymond that was so that was draymond's game he came back that was draymond's first game. only game he played 23 minutes and he had seven four boards and an assist yeah so draymond's back so, not acting super crazy no but the warriors lost to this grizzlies team yeah uh, the Warriors, healthy Warriors. What are the Warriors right now? Warriors they're, are they're twelfth. No freaking way. Eighteen and twenty-two. They're eighteen and twenty-two. Look in their last ten. They're, they're three, three and seven, seven in their, their last, last ten. ten. They're on a two-game losing streak. Oh I, my I don't gosh. know what's going on. Was Simon right, man? Is this the end of the dynasty? Is this the downfall? As much as I, as much as I love, uh, see now I got me reminiscing. Um, as much as I hate to see it, yeah. Um, Yes, it is. So that sucks. But I will say a bright spot, Clay. Clay. He's averaging. He's a uh, fourth and made threes this season. 
So, fun fact. So, this is January 19th. So, one year ago yesterday, or four years ago yesterday, we we witnessed history. We witnessed Clay Thompson getting his name, his number retired into the Raptors of Beasley Coliseum down in Pullman, Washington. Shout out to Clay Thompson. Quick Shout cheers to, to that. Clay, man. Go Cougs. Go Clay, man. And that, go, that was the one on. year the Warriors had that really downfall year. They, they just kind of tanked. That's yep. when they got... Um, that's when they got Wiseman, right? Yep. So they tanked that year. Curry had a thumb injury, and Zaza Pachulia was still on the team. So Zaza Pachulia and Steph Curry roll up to Pullman. For some reason, Zaza was invited. For some uh, reason. He was the most booed player I've seen in Pullman in a long time. Yeah, unbelievable reason. That that team never gets filled. It was absolutely filled that day. But me and my friend Trent showed up at 5.30 a.m. That, that day. That Shout morning. out Trent, man. That's real. And, That's um, real. We got and it was court. worth it. It was absolutely it was worth it. it for you guys. You got guys got a loss. Yeah. Got Clay's auto. It was. Uh, I got a thumbs up from Clay when I yelled, "Yo, Clay, how's your thumb?" And he just like looked around, gave me a big thumbs up. Got to yell at Zaza. Asked him how Kawhi's ankle was because he's the one that broke it. Still, it was just a great day. It was, it was a great, great day, day. Pullman. And LB LB went nuts, and we beat OSU, oh, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. LB had LB had a game that day. Yeah. Shout out LB. Shout out LB, he's, man. He's not in the league anymore. But yeah. He was drafted by Portland that year. He is a uh, consistent uh, player at the crossover right now. Him and uh, MPJ went to high school together. Did you know that? Him and LB? Yeah. LB and uh, Michael Porter Jr. went to oh shit went to high school together over in Seattle. I did not know that. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. Because LB went to Cleveland. He went, he went to Cleveland? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I thought he was, I thought he was a Seattle guy. Yeah, Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland and Seattle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The high school. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah went to no, Cleveland. MPJ, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Okay. Sorry and MPJ about went to Nathan I'm not Hale. A <laughs> yeah. No, you good. You good. You good. Yeah. That would been uh, that would been great. Over here. So, that would have been crazy if they went to the same high school. Oh my god. Anyways, uh, totally got off track there. But yeah, shout out to Clay Thompson. Yep. Who's still balling again, and Steph Curry, who will forever on his Instagram at January 18th. Um. Anyways, but back to the Warriors. They are struggling. They are struggling. Um, um, it's like I said, it's bittersweet because I mean, this is kind of what we grew up with since high school is watching this team, but now it's coming to an end. And I mean, it's sad, as, to, uh, I'm sad to see it for Clay. Yeah. But uh, I'm not, I've never been a huge Curry fan. I respect, I respect his greatness. One, probably the best three point shooter of all time. As OKC fans, man, he, uh, it's, it hurts. He, he, he hurt us a <laughs> it lot. Hurts. He hurt us a lot. It hurts a lot. Um, he but hurt, yeah, he hurt me a lot. And then that Grizzlies team with <laughs> Michael Conley, Mike Conley, Marcus Saul, and, and Zebo. <laughs> man, that, and oh, Tony uh, Allen, that team, Randall, Zach Randolph, Zach Randolph, that team hurt. Oh, that, uh, oh dude. <laughs> Oh, don't, okay, we're not. We're not. Okay, Those are the two teams, man. All right, those are some. Oh, those bad are so. memories. But yes, one, one last. Is, yeah, this is the end of Warriors Dynasty. One last question for you, for the Grizzlies, and then we're going to move on from these two teams. Right now, they're 15 and 28th. They're 13th in the West. Do you? I mean, Bain and Smart are both out six weeks, so they're going to be out. You know, past the break. Do you think they even bring these guys back, or do you think they let them just? Do you think they just sit them out, save them for next year? I think they will because I think these guys are might might need to show things to be on a different team somewhere next year too. Mm. I'm not saying that 
I, I mean, if I'm them, if I'm Marcus Smart, I just go from the Boston Celtics to the Grizz. To the Grizz. I mean, he hasn't performed, so he needs to show something that he's worth. right. Yeah, and then, show that he still can play in a different system yeah. that's not Boston. And yeah, and obviously Boston's showing no sign of weakness without him, so right. they don't really care. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think Marcus Smart needs to come back. He needs to prove something. Well, there even be a little bit of run. I mean, they don't need to win. He just needs to show that he's, you know, he's still got it. Worthy of Facilitate, being a starter in this defender. League. Yeah. 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 Being the guy he is. Stuff like yeah. that. We'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, six mm-hmm. weeks. We'll see if they come back. Obviously, um, this Grizzly seems not going to be this bad next year, I guarantee. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. With the non suspended jaw, a yeah. healthy jaw, you know, two big men that they missed it all year. They'll probably be back next year with Steven and Brandon Clark. Yep. It'll be good. They'll be a good team. Uh, yeah. they'll, they'll help Jaron Jackson Jr. So. Yeah, but you just brought up actually the Celtics, which leads to my, my next question. Uh, let's look over at the Eastern Conference standings. Celtics right now, top of the East, 32 and 10. Three and a half games ahead. Of three and a half games ahead. My question for you right now, Maz, we're halfway through the season. Are the Celtics the favorites in the East right now? Here's my theory. Only because... I saw my team beat them, and I know they have weaknesses. Um, also, I saw a Bucks team also beat them. So my pretty theory good, is, too. is that the Boston Celtics are going to do completely dominate the East for the remaining of the regular season. But come Eastern Conference Finals time, I think it's going to be Bucks Celtics. I don't think the Sixers. I don't think the Sixers make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. I, they could. There's, I'm just gonna. I'm, I'm just gonna. I'm going to call my shot. It's going to be Bucks versus Celtics Eastern Conference Finals. And I think if it comes to a playoff situation like that, that the Bucks get their number. I don't think that uh, I could be completely wrong. Like I, everything no, that I shows me you. shows yeah. me that they can and they should win the East because they're yeah. literally what the three and a half games ahead. Yep. They have five guys who've all been voted for all star. Look at their point differential too. Point differential I mean, plus nine point seven. They're good. They're a good, good team. Yeah, but they're, you know, they're, they're, I think they're they're second in team defensive rating right now. Yeah, the Celtics. But I agree with you. Uh, I mean, I think, but kind of like how the Thunder kind of struggled against the Lakers and the Clippers with size. I think they're also going to struggle with because all they have is Kristaps yep. and who's Al their backup and Al Horford. Al Horford. Yeah, I think that's going to make a difference when, it's, especially when it comes to these guys in the East, like Giannis and. Well, first of all, the Bucks have a bunch of big guys. They have Giannis. They have Brook Lopez down there. Yep. They have Bobby Portis. Bobby P. He's been Bobby playing P. really well this year off the bench. They have big Always dudes. Does. Big dudes in Milwaukee. And then you have the 76ers with JoJo. Kristaps is not enough for all those guys. So I think they're going to have struggling. I think they're going to struggle when it comes to playoff time right now. Um, but I don't think that's an automatic L at all. Because those... Let's say if you can uh, turn it around and say the exact same thing that those teams can't guard all those small dudes like Derek White and all them. So I, I agree with you on a couple different things. First, you know, the Sixers have been playing really well. I mean, we've seen what Embiid's doing. I mean, every year since Embiid's been there and doing his thing, you look at their record in the regular season. They're always yeah. breezing through the regular season. They're always top three. Uh, a couple times, I feel like, you know, they've even been two or one. Um, and they're always killing it. And then once they get into the playoffs, it's either they get an upset, you know, a disappointing first round exit to a team that they should not be losing to, 
or they're getting to the second round and then they're just playing against competition that's just better than them yeah and um i agree with you because because of that i don't think they're gonna i mean maybe they'll show us different this year i don't know you know it's a new team they do you know i hope they do too because i really like Embiid. i really like maxi um you know they've they've always had a solid team over there um you know i think they've been playing better without harden there um things just didn't seem like they were best in that system with harden um but looking at the eastern conference finals prediction wise I agree with you. I think it's going to be the top two, the Celtics and the Bucks. And yeah. with the way the Bucks have been playing, uh, I mean, we saw what they did against the Celtics recently in the regular season. They blew them out. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, with the way Giannis has been playing, and I feel like Dame is, you know, we're halfway through the year, and I feel like Dame is still learning that offense, building that chemistry. I uh, I really do think that I could see the Bucks making it back to the finals. Yeah, um, and then you look at that core too. I mean, you look at other guys. Brooke Lopez is a great defensive presence. Bobby P off the bench has been playing really well. Yep. Uh, Malik Beasley, who has the second highest three point percentage in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, just kind of a sidebar, really quick. I didn't realize this. I just saw it. League leader in three point percentage, forty eight percent. Grayson Allen. No way. Wait, what? Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. Well, back, okay, that's a good backtrack for a second. Yeah, I just, had a, I just had a sidebar of that because I just saw it. Grayson Allen is leading the league in three-point percentage at 48. Okay, can you go down the three-point percentage real quick? So it's Grayson Allen. Top five is going to be, it's him. Number two is Malik Beasley at 47.5. Okay. Three is KD, 47.1. Damn. Four is Aaron Neesmith, huh. 46.6. And then... ESPN man, and then the, <laughs> and then the boy at number five, J Dub. Oh, I was gonna say Casey. I was like, there's gotta be one Thunder up there. Yeah, J Dub's up there. Let's go, J Dub. Forty six point six percent. Yeah, he's, he's been such a great pull up jumper. Yeah. All right. Um, well, back to the. Anyways, East. back to it. So yeah, that's a great you know, and then having Malik Beasley on there shooting threes. They have a, a good deep team. Obviously, they have that championship experience. Dame's been, Dame's been being Dame. So yeah, when it comes, I think he's still getting better. So that's on that what team. I think. This is I think Dame's also the reason why I have the Bucks just beating the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals Dame. because it's. I'm Dame talking time. smack about Dame. And he's averaging 25. Dame time. He's, he's averaging like, 25 and seven. I'm talking smack. I, I think I did talk smack about him a little bit in the last last podcast. He's hooping. But my God, ESPN's annoying me right now. I know. I don't know what's going on with this, um, these ads, man. Can I do this? But that, I mean, and then, me? okay, sweet. Yeah, and then you look at Giannis's numbers too, and I mean, just crazy numbers. I mean, it's the Giannis same same shit, different year. Giannis is, I mean, yeah, he's Giannis, and they'll be fine. Um, I think when it comes, yeah, like I said, I think Dame's gonna be the deciding factor in the Eastern Conference Finals this year. Whether or not he's being, so he's not obviously yeah. as great as he's been on these past Portland Trailblazers, but he will be the deciding factor. I think, he's, and I think he'll be ready. Yeah, I think so too. I think I think I he'll think, be ready. I just, yeah, I, I'm excited for this. Crazy. I'm really. Like, he had a game. He had, he had a game winner the other night. Yeah, he had. A, he's like had he's two, had a couple game winners. He's had like a couple season. game winners yeah. this month. Like, yeah, yeah. He's been. He's, he's still Dame, he's and Dame. I think that's going to be the difference maker. I don't yeah. care what the Bucks do the rest of the season because they've had, you know, everybody's trying to stay healthy and stuff like that. As long as yep. they're healthy at the beginning of the playoffs, which they're going to be a top four team. Yeah, I don't. I don't see them sliding below four. No. I think they're still going to be top two the whole rest of the season. But um, 
yeah, I think looking and looking at the Celtics too, I think the X factor for them is going to be Kristaps. Ye, which is so weird to think. Which is weird to think. Back up a little bit. Kristaps Porzingis used to be one of the top big men in this league. Yep, he had a very downward spiral with the Mavs. And now I'm yeah, glad. I don't even, I don't even really glad. know what happened in Dallas. He just nothing. I, I'm just yeah. really glad to see him actually doing good again. Honestly, did you so. think that him and Luca were gonna go crazy though? I thought that would have been that would have been great. Yeah, no, that was right on Luca's come up. Right when he had so. just yeah. I'll talk about probably, Luka probably, probably a little bit early. Yeah. yeah, we'll get to Luca more in a little bit. Yeah, but uh, you know the Celtics are a great defensive team. It's just offensively, can they have their depth and their role players produce? Yeah. Um, They've done it so far this season, so we'll see. That's I mean, if that ends up being the the Eastern Conference Finals, it's gonna be a great matchup. The last big, you know, kind of weird to think about that. So the last time when we saw when we saw Kristaps go to Dallas, you know who was supposed to be the big man that was supposed to be so great for the Celtics? And that who? You know who was supposed to be like a like a great defensive presence for the Celtics. This is a while ago. I think this is I think this is before Kristaps got traded to the Mavericks, but basically the the guy that they expected what so the guy that is um that Kristaps is being right now uh-huh. is what they expected Gordon Hayward to be way back when. <laughs> you did not think I was going to say that. Holy shit. But dude. it's no, true. But it's true though. They they really it's, brought him in thinking Christoph he was going to be that X factor. Yeah, Christoph that Christoph, right now yeah. is exactly what they expected Gordon Hayward to be. Besides, and then he went he down with that most, injury and then the most gruesome breakup seen in my yeah. own life. Oh my god. Wow. I was not about that. I was not expecting that, but you're you're 100% right though. Yeah. They that's why they brought him into Boston and that's what Kyrie was there. Uh, they really expected him to be the X factor, but that is what Christoph has been doing. He's been playing well, 19 and 7. He's been doing well defensively, almost oh averaging two blocks. Boston is 21 out. They had so they just lost their first home game tonight by two to the Nugs. That was tonight. That was tonight. Oh damn. Yeah. Before that, they had never lost at home, um, and their point differential, you know, is the highest in the league. Obviously, they have the highest net rating, uh, second highest defensive rating. <laughs> They're great. Second most block leader on the team is Derek White with one and a half. That blows my mind. That so, blows my mind. Another team I wanted to just talk about really quick who's been playing really well. I don't know if they're going to be, you know, a contender. I would say maybe they're like a second tier team, second, third tier team. Uh, six game win streak, eight and two in their last 10. They're fourth, the Cavs. Yeah. They've been doing this without Garland, who's been out for a while with that jaw injury and they've been out with you know no Mobley after that uh, knee surgery Struce was in and out here and there Struce has been in and out here and it's it started with Donovan Mitchell yeah I think he's averaging 30 in the past you know a couple weeks um Donovan's amazing he's, he's insane dude he's so yeah, good I mean, yeah, like, I'd, like it's to a point where any stat line he puts up I feel like surprised. people don't talk about Donovan Mitchell enough but it's I think because it's because he's, he's just so consistently yeah he's, he's consistently yeah. middle of the pack yep and as much as I hate to admit it again we're talking about what it comes down to the Eastern Conference playoffs they're not gonna win in the Eastern Conference they're not playoffs. gonna like, I, I don't, they're not the contenders to take it. they're not gonna be the contenders yes I, agree. I will bite my words I if agree. it happens and I'll be completely happy if they actually make a deep run in this playoffs but yep. I do not think they're gonna get very far yep it sucks to see, but um, it's it, you know Jared Allen's been playing at an all star level. Spider like, can put up a fifty two point what 
mark my words, Spider's going to put up a 50-plus point game in one of these Eastern playoff or one of these Eastern playoff games, and they're still going to lose. I can see it. Like I, I, I almost I can guarantee. See it. Yeah, it. yeah. He's great, but like, yeah, I don't know. Mobley's healthy. For I, playoffs, I just, it's yeah. a little bit different. But. We'll see. I mean, they're playing good ball right now. It's crazy. We'll see what happens when the when the starters come back. Yeah. Um, man, look at the Magic. They really dropped. Magic dropped. From I don't know what happened. A couple pods ago, you know, they were what top four? There were four. five. They were four. I'm pretty sure literally Cleveland and Magic pretty much switched places. Yeah, another eighth. They're three and seven in their last ten. Two game losing Damn. streak. Still What's, a positive differential, barely. But it, well, the thing is, I, I've seen, you know, it probably in the last ten games. Well, it's probably been the games they've won, but Paulo's had a couple like crazy games recently. Yeah. Um, but those are the only ones they seem to win, and the other ones that they've lost, they've been struggling a little bit. Um, but I mean, they're still eighth. I haven't watched much of their games. No, I mean, I did obviously watch them play against my team, and yep. from what I can tell by that is when they lost to them. They just kind of look frantic out there, and they don't really have, you know, a very controlled court. I don't think Paulo's running it as well as he could or should. Um, Jalen Suggs could run that better, too, as much as I love the man. But they just seem frantic out there, and uh, I think they're, they're still pretty young, like we talked about. They're still really young. You have Cole Anthony, Isaac Jones is still yeah, pretty they're, Yeah, they'll figure it out. But... I think they'll be fine, but... Um, I'll be very Might take happy. Some time, though. They're definitely going to be top 10. I don't I think I so, too. Yeah, I mean, that. when you look at these other teams, they're playing. Um, <laughs> Shitty. <laughs> do you know about that Laker game, by the way? Oh, it's up here. They lost. Lakers lost. 131-12. Let's go! Sorry, Trent. <laughs> sorry, Trent. Uh, uh, not sorry, because you got your win this week. So. Quick, quick oh, look God. at the stats. Claxton had 22-14. and Fell Bridges at 17. Didn't Woody? Didn't Woody? Didn't Shitty at 19. Did Shitty. <laughs> Uh, Cam Thomas at 33. <laughs> bucket. Uh, Fucking bucket. AD at 27 or 26, 12, and 7. D'Lo at 20 and 7. Braun at 20, 11, and 5. Damn. Another loss for the Lakers. 10th in the West. So, Damn. wow. Speaking of the West, Matt, uh, yep. go for it. I'll kind of ask the same question. We'll look at the top team. Uh, the top team in the West right now. This obviously is a little bit different always when you go look at the West, but the West right now, the top team is the Wolves. I'm just going to ask the same question. Are the Wolves the favorites to win the West? No. No, they're not. And which team, looking at it right now, I feel like I already might know your answer, but... I don't think you do. All right, let's... Who, who are your favorites to win the West right now? The Nuggets. I still think it's the Nuggets. You think they got it? I think they got it. And uh, who would who would face up against them in the... Western Conference Finals. I'm trying not to be biased here because I really do think my team's going to struggle, but I could see my team, and I could. Who would be see the other team besides your team? The Clippers. I think T Wolves. T Wolves can make a run. I'm really. I mean, they're doing good. Um, Ant's been going crazy. Yeah, they're on a four game win streak. Um, both the T Wolves, Thunder, and Nuggets are all six and four in their last ten games. Clippers are 82 in their last 10. But then also the Pelicans and Mavs are also 6 and 4 in their last 10 games. Um, if Phoenix makes a comeback, yes. If Sacramento makes a comeback, yes. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. So, yeah, I can't. I, this is like a very different West than we've seen a year ago, two oh, years yeah. ago, three years ago. It's crazy. I think. <laughs> This is where this is where it's gonna really matter for playoff experience. You have 
Nuggets, Clippers, Pelicans, no. Mavs, eh. Could make a run, but I'm, I mean, Luca's balling like crazy. Kyrie's coming back, but they've kind of slid down a little bit too. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to the playoffs, I think Kings will still make an, make an impact. I think the Suns will make an impact. And I think the Lakers will still make an impact no matter how much I hate them. Um, so I think I look at those guys. I think Nuggets, Clippers, Kings, Suns, and Lakers are those people to beat in the West for at least when it comes to the playoffs for playing. It's a whole different game there. Playoff LeBron's different, even though he's the oldest guy in the league now. Um, you know, playoff KD is different. We all know that. Playoff KD is different. And uh, he's having a baller year. We already talked about that. But um, I still think it's the Nuggets to beat in the West. And uh, even though they have their struggles here and there, they've been barely winning here and there. Um, I still think it's them. I don't. I think the T-Wolves inexperience in playoffs is going to come into effect um, down the stretch. I just think it's going to be a coaching battle at that point. And I think the Young Thunder, as much as I, you know, when they're hot, they're the hottest team in this league. But when they're, like I like I said, I've been humbled this last week with losing in L.A. back-to-back. And those are very two games that are going to be playoff games, I guarantee. So, yeah, I'm taking the Nuggets to win the West still. Uh who they play in the Western Conference Finals, I think they could be defeated. I don't necessarily think the Nuggets are favorites for back-to-back, even though I literally I literally have money on them, actually. I put a bet on them to win the, win the NBA Finals at the beginning mm. of this year before it started at, like, plus 450 odds. So, um, yeah, I'm going to still say that the Western Conference favorites. You know, yeah, looking at the Nugs, you always you, – you say about – there's a couple of players, like, you know, when you have LeBron in your team – yeah. You can never be counted out, you know, when you have Katie yeah, on your team. When it comes to Nikola Jokic on your team, mm-hmm. dude, like I, I saw him. I finally got to see him play in oh, person. Yeah you, yeah, you went to Denver. Uh, yeah, I saw him in person last weekend. They played the Pels. Um, and just watching Jokic in person, seeing that offense, dude, like it's it's unbelievable what Jokic does on the floor. Um, he doesn't need a score to be good. No. That's his, the thing. His – his vision is insane. Oh it's it's crazy. And That's with him being triple team, yeah. double team. And when you have a healthy Jamal Murray, he had 35 tonight and nine or eight, I believe. Uh, um, when you have my, a healthy Jamal Murray, KCP, who can knock down the threes. Say, my unsung hero for the Nugs this year is KCP. When, you, when KCP's He's on fire. Step up this yeah. Year. Uh, AG was a fucking beast. When we watched him play that game, I mean, MPJ, MPJ, when he's feeling it he's feeling from three, it. then I mean, you still have help from, uh, um, you still have that DeAndre. whole, yeah, and you still have that bench too. You know, you even have the younger guys starting to play well. Christian Brown's playing well. Uh, yeah, we'll see if they get more minutes to Julian Strother. Julian Strother, my guy. Let's see if they get more minutes, but hopefully he does. But. It really is hard to bet against the the Nuggets, especially with how they're playing again this year. There's, yeah, with how Jokic is playing. So they're third right um, now. They're tied. Well, they're about tied. Almost tied with the yeah. Thunder. Yeah. They're the, both, yeah, they're about two games back. They just have two more games to play than the Thunder. The one team I just want to talk about besides that is just obviously the Clippers. Um, it's been a continued topic for me. Um, but I really just have been impressed as of late how they're playing. They've been playing really well. Uh, eight and two in their last ten. I feel like I said the same thing the last pod. Um, PG has really come alive these past couple weeks. He's been... He's been on fire. Um, Kawhi has been doing his thing, and 
Uh, I think James Harden has figured out how to play in LA. He's been playing very efficient, averaging almost 19. I think he's averaging eight assists. And he's shooting 42% from three also. Yeah. Um, All right. It's crazy. I'm going to change my answer. I'm going to change my answer. Nuggets are the favorites to win the West. Yeah. Unless the Clippers are, one, completely healthy. That's, well, that's a couple things. Yeah, they got to be healthy. And two, Paul George actually shows up. Yeah. Well, we've. Because we've talked about Pandemic P. You've heard the memes. Pandemic Pandemic P. Pandemic P. He's um, not. He's historically not played great in the playoffs, and this is coming from where a neither, guy who neither was for the, neither for the Thunder either. No, nope, not at all. This man was third in MVP Joe voting Ingles. that year. Fuck Joe Ingles. Don't get me started. I'm gonna get fucking heated. But yeah, so that's two things. If the Clippers are completely healthy, meaning they have Harden, they have, you know, they've had Zubac out, which actually yeah. they've had. Um, oh my god, Mason I hate, Plumley. I hate Plumley, and I hate. Dice as well. <laughs> Plumley and Plumley played solid minutes for them in the playoffs last year too. too. Yeah, he yeah, played solid minutes in the playoffs last year too. Him and anyways, but yeah. Now they Zubac, now they have Tice out there. And with so is Zubox healthy, Kawhi's healthy, yep. Harden's healthy, PG's healthy, Russ healthy. Come on, we man. already saw Russ actually do really good in the playoffs last year for the Clippers when they made the plan. Almost beat the fucking Suns, man. Literally. Almost Russ beat the Suns. Balling. Russ, if you know if Russ gets some good minutes off that bench, you know he's going to fucking ball. So that's the thing. You're going to have to... People need to treat Russ like he's a starter. Like, I'm sorry. He still is. He's still yeah. electric. I'm, I'll give more love to that guy more than anybody else in this world. Yeah. But he will perform in the playoffs. So be warned. That's, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's what it is. That's the team I just keep looking at as the Clippers. I feel like things are really clicking. Uh, I don't want to count out my sons. You know, they're still figuring things out. The thing that I always look back to, even though the Kings didn't have a lot of experience, but the Warriors beat the Kings, even though it went to seven games, even though the Kings were young. I look at the, you know, the sons could get some kind of matchup like that. I feel like I haven't talked to talk maybe about they, the Pels as much. Maybe they get matched up with the Pels. I don't know. You know, they have some like kind I'm of matchup. I not as much love to the Pels as I should. They're fifth. They've right. been playing well. I mean, they're a game behind the Clippers. Oh no, they're excuse me. When when Zion, so that was the other team. I mean, that was the team we watched play. They're two and, and a half games behind the Clippers. Uh, but. B, Bi's been a bucket. Um, when Zion's healthy and actually plays well, I mean that team's good. You have CJ. Yeah. You have Jonas Valanciunas. It's it's a good team. Um, Zion's. When Zion played well, when we saw him play the other night, yeah. uh, I feel like he's just. He's one gotta be healthy, and then two, he just yeah. uh, he's just gotta be locked in. I feel like there's nights where he's maybe not as locked in. And he's just I don't know. He kind of looks lackadaisical out there. Uh, or how, <laughs> how did he say it? Uh, he, yeah. I, I can't remember how I the fuck know, he said it. Lackadaisical or something like that. Yeah, no, that was. <laughs> I forgot so what I, the I, world is. I had to just. I, I had think to throw you got it, it right. I had I said it right. Lackadaisical. Oh my <laughs> god. <Now I'm, laughs> lackadaisical. Now I'm turning um, into Zion, bro. <laughs> shit. But yeah, shout out to the Pals. Um, I need more Utah. Uh, shout out to the Pals. I haven't watched them enough slash heard much about them. So that's why I haven't given them much love because I, I don't think they're really talked about enough. Yeah. Personally. So there's that. And then um, Mavs. Mavs are up and down. They're great. Uh, I love Derek Lively. He's leading all rookies in rebounds, I think, now. So, no, no, Wemby's still ahead of him. Then it's him. Yep. Then it's Chet. Uh, I love Derek Lively. 
like I said, I still, as much as I love Casey Wallace, um, I would still rather have Derek Lively drafted to the Thunder, especially especially after watching those LA games. Oh my yeah, god! If we had Derek Lively, we could have yeah. won those games. Yeah. Like as much as I love Casey Wallace, who actually got some really close threes in those games, mm-hmm. we need size so badly, dude. Uh, the Mavs, I think the Mavs, if they get there, I think they can, be, they can actually make a good playoff run. Um, they'll make it tough, especially if Kyrie's Kyrie, you know? Right. I mean, he when Luka was out, uh, Kyrie was going nuts. I think he had yeah. a couple, he had like, you know, 30 plus games. I think he had a 42 point game, seven and seven. Um, I mean, it's Kyrie. Yeah. You know, he's been there before. Um, so we'll see. The thing with the West is, I mean, look how close this race is like we could be two <laughs> weeks in two weeks this could completely flip and we could see teams all over the place um, you could see i think i don't even want to say it's sad i just i was gonna say everybody in the playing it up is you think like sad, you think the top 10 is solid you think it's gonna stay like that i i don't know i think the warriors could still catch i mean i'm still can never count, count the war- you can I never can never count, count the warriors still. you cannot count the warriors especially draymond coming back yeah might be good again you can never know. count them out yeah so I don't know. I think there's a lot. And that's what I don't understand the Trailblazers, man. Like you said tonight, they just won. Who they beat? They beat the new Pacers. They beat the new Pacers. Well, let me see. I'm actually pulling up the final score. <laughs> oh wow! I ended up being a three point game. I'm just like I love. But they beat the new Pacers. Jeremy Grant's so good. Thirty seven tonight. Imagine Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant was on. Ooh, that could be possible. Okay. A reunion. Um, I I doubt it, but I would love that. But I really, I really like Jeremy Grant a, too. Jeremy Grant's Jeremy Grant as a Hooper. trade piece. Hmm. I could see happening. Yeah, this year. Yeah, if the Blazers are serious about having a future. Yeah, more so. Well, Matt, we're halfway through the season. Uh, like we were talking about before, we had some preseason uh, predictions for our end of the year awards. Yep, let's hear them. Let's go through them. Uh, you know, so for MVP, you had Jokic. Yep. I had Giannis. We're halfway through the season, Matt. Uh, I'm going to pull up the odds. Do you think you would still have Jokic right now as your MVP? Um, no, fuck. I'm going to be biased. I don't care. Uh, no, my MVP is Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Um, and I'm going to continue with that, even though he's... I know he's not leading the popular vote but uh i watch this guy every game and uh, i can genuinely say i mean i know Jokic does amazing things like we talked about and i think he's great he's won two mvps already we know what he's doing but um he also has a lot of help out there we mentioned a lot about his team right and sga is completely leading this entire young dude's core and absolutely insane and he's just He's just balling so well, dude. I don't even know how to... He's leading the league in 30-point games at 29. 29 30 different 30-point 30 games. That's more than anybody else in the league. He's doing that. He's averaging... He's leading the league in steals over, two, over like 2.8 steals per game or something like that. Uh, pretty high up there. You know, he's he's doing better in rebounds. He's like 6-plus rebounds averaging. He's averaging better in uh, assists, also around 6, I'm guessing. Um... I know it doesn't count in the voting or whatever. The way he's dropping the 30 points, the way he's scoring, the way he's... He leads he's all guards in the crazy. paint. Yeah. 
those fadeaway shots in the paint. Yeah, the post ups. He's just like the way he's, he's doing it is insane. Uh, he has he twenty nine. He got twenty nine games of thirty plus this season. He doesn't need his. He doesn't need to shoot threes to score this high. He doesn't need. No. Just like so, when Harden won his MVP a long time ago, that season he had he set the record for most made threes and most missed threes in the same season, and he became MVP. I mean, it was a great season. He was still averaging a yeah. shit ton, but he had he took so many field goals. Shea's doing this all while being efficient. And this most he's really leading this, and so that's where they have Shea still there. But he's averaging thirty-one, six boards, six assists. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I still think and it's and, Shea. and they're second in the West. Yeah, I still think uh, it's Shea. So but you would change would to Shea. Be, yeah. yeah, I would not be mad if Jokic still won because I still like Jokic. Well, he's looking so looking at the the NBA, the key NBA yeah. rankings, we have Embiid still at one. He's not going to have it, but. He can only miss six more games. Yeah, that's for that reason and that reason alone. And I think he's gonna. gonna I think happen. he's gonna miss. I think he's gonna he's miss more dude. than six he games. Can't. I mean, he's already missed fucking whatever it's Which been. Which I'm so. very happy. This rule for the fact that like you have it's a nice implementation of the rule. You have SGA is doing this night out. in, night out. Yep. And yep. He's, he deserves it. Yep. Um. Oh no, he's continuing. Sorry. Huh? Continue. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. I. Anyways, well, Joel, Jojo. Well, JoJo's, you know, he's going to get six. He's going to be out six more games. So he's not going to win it. He's already out. Yep. Uh, the person I had was Giannis. He's currently fourth. Um, he's yeah. averaging, you know, 32, 12, and seven right now in the last month. Love Giannis. Um, love Giannis. I, I'm trying to, I mean, I'm trying to think of explanations, but fuck, man, I've kind of. I said it last episode. I've kind of hopped on the sh- the SGA train, man. Like, he's great. I mean, I'm, it's it's crazy. I'm still standing up for Giannis. He's still one of the best players. Oh yeah, I mean, he's top five I'm not saying anything against Giannis. Oh yeah, dude. Like, but I just don't think he's doing as much for but, his team as these other yeah. candidates. S- oh, dude, it's so much fun watching SGA. It's so much he's, fun. He's a blast. He's crazy. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I'll keep. I'm gonna keep mine. I'm gonna keep mine at Giannis. You'll, you'll change yours. I want S- I change want SGA, and I think SGA deserves it, okay. but I'm not mad if Jokic wins it. Okay. But I do want to give love to Luka Doncic. Yeah, I was going to say, he's number five. Um, Read a which stat I, line. Well, he's averaging almost 34, eight, yeah. eight boards and nine assists. I mean, he's almost averaging a triple-double, and he's fifth in He's second in 30-point games. And he's second in 30-point games. At 28. Yeah. Right behind I mean, SGA. He's almost averaging a triple-double. And so they were actually arguing this on NBA TNT pregame the other day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah. And then Shaq's the only one that took Shea, or, or I think, over Luka. I think he's got James seven. Parker he's got seven triple-doubles this year. Luka? Yeah. Yeah. He's got 63 he's in his career. He's, I mean, it's Luka, bro. It's crazy. That's like, so I would Head, not be Headband Luka. Headband Luka. I'm still he ain't gonna that. get it, yeah. but he deserved. God damn it, he might deserve it. He deserves some recognition, man. I am um, still gonna stick with SGA and Jokic, but if there is, if there wasn't, if it wasn't SGA or Jokic, I would Maybe give it to Luca, yeah. and then Giannis would be my fit. Yeah, or fourth, whatever that is. Yeah. Well, moving on to a more a very interesting, uh, our next award, um, dun, 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 dun. the Rookie of the Year award. We've mentioned it in a couple of podcasts. Um, Matt picked Chet Holmgren. I, I picked uh, Victor Wembanyama. Matt, we're going to start with you. Uh, what is your argument for Chet to take Rookie of the Year right now? 
Here's my argument. You ready? Give me, give me the Spurs record. The Spurs, uh, the Spurs are seven and thirty-four. They are last in the Western Conference, and uh, the Thunder are uh, twenty-eight thirteen. They're second in the Western Conference. That speaks enough right there. Uh, so that that gives you team-wise, okay? And you can break it down one by one. Um, Chet's Chet's winning. I'm sorry, Chet's gonna win it. Uh, Chet's had some. Chet's not been a little bit more signed the last couple weeks, especially I must say. But uh, he had an amazing December. He had a great start for the beginning of the year. He's averaging two and a half blocks. Yeah. Uh, He's currently on pace to be the second big man in history to shoot at least thirty-eight percent from three. Yep. So yeah, he's while and averaging and averaging over two blocks. I'm pretty sure, uh, pretty sure Wemby's three point percentage is still in the twenties. I'll go. Look Don't right. quote I'll me on that. Go look, but I'm pretty right sure it is. I'll go look right now. And I'm pretty sure Chet's like scoring efficiency. Like he's also what he's also like fifty percent plus from the field, right? Definitely more than fifty. I think he's I would sixty percent. I would assume so. I would assume so. So he's he's just way more. Wemby's Wemby's shooting. 29.3%. Yeah. Okay, so it's higher than the last time I 30. saw. Good job. But still, that's not great. Um, but Jeff know, shooting 54% from the field. the field. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I, I lean on that. I lean on the fact that Wemby has no help whatsoever. And he's probably has, he's probably averaging at least 10 more minutes than Chet. Maybe. Maybe I'm wrong there. What do you know? Huh? How many minutes is Wemby averaging? How many minutes is Wemby average? Yeah, or Chet, either one. Hold up. Here, I'll look up one, and you look the other. Um, I'll look up Wemby. Uh, you know my my argument for Wemby. Uh, fuck. <laughs> Your seven and twenty four thing kind of got me because it's it's so hard to yeah. pick a rookie of a year from a team. That's last. You say this man's generational um, talent. LeBron did not do this bad with the Cavs when he was the generational talent. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. That's all I'm. That's all I'm gonna yeah, say. Yeah. LeBron yeah. was. Everybody said that Wemby was the most generational talent since LeBron James. That's what the big narrative going into the season was. Chet's averaging how many minutes per game? Where you at? Where you at? Where are you at? Minutes. He's playing uh, 30. 30 and a half the last 10 games. Yeah. Wemby's playing about the same amount. So he's averaging, yeah, he's averaging 30 minutes per game. I will say Wemby has really picked it up as of late. Um, You know, on the season, he's averaging 19, but I think in the past two weeks or month, he's averaging like 26 and nine. He's done better with those three blocks. I think he's starting to figure it out more. Um, You know, just learning a lot. Also, the NBA is a lot different than... You know, then the Chet's Euro League. played more games than one too. Yeah. So Chet's doing this way more consistently. He's right. actually been healthy this entire season. Yeah. So I, I think that I think Wemby is, you know, slowly learning the game. Uh, so, uh yeah. he's be you know, he's doing everything we saw him do, you know, on tapes and stuff. Uh he's just learning the NBA game. It's a lot different than the Euro game. Uh, but they've they have yet to get ten wins. Um I will give my Third on her up. It's for sure Chet Rumby. I guess I don't think it's gonna be even close. Yep. Even though this guy's doing really good, uh, I gotta give props to Jaime Hawkes. He is he's he's third. Rookie. He's third in the yeah. uh, the rankings right now. He, he has should been. be. I mean, yeah, we talked about it last episode. He's been playing really well. He definitely um, should be up there. He's, yeah, he's averaging fourteen. 
respect. I, yeah. I hate the guy. He's UCLA Bruin, but uh, he's been playing really well. Yeah, no, all respect yeah. to him. So yeah, um, you know, and obviously. Uh, rookie of the year is one of the bigger things for me and Matt, so we're gonna be, you <laughs> we'll know, be at it. we'll be we'll be continually coming back to this. Uh, but going on to this next one, this one's kind of funny. <laughs> Looking at the uh, our, our sixth man of the year predictions uh, preseason, Matt had Laurie Markkinen. Laurie. Looking at it now, Matt, what are your what are your thoughts with Larry Markin being your sixth man of the year? He can't be a sixth man. <laughs> he's a number one man. I mean, he's not MVP or anything, but like, yeah, he's easily. And I had Max, I had Tyrese Maxey as my sixth man. Uh, and I had chosen this before Harden had gotten traded. Obviously, you know, this was before the year started. So, so we're both looking like uh, fools. Maxey is obviously not the sixth man. He's starting and the uh, number two option on the team. Thank you. Uh, hold on. Thank you, Joe, for giving me Tyrese Maxey in our Devin Vassell fan club league, by the way. Thanks, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Appreciate it. Uh, Matt, halfway through the year now, then different names. Who is your favorite for sixth man? Uh, I think there's still bias here just because I feel like there's still a lot of six mans out there. I don't I can't pin down mm-hmm. who would win it, but I'm going to say Russell Westbrook. Yep. Especially for the fact that he voluntarily put himself on the bench kind of deal. He's balling. He's doing really good with the Clippers team. Obviously, this Clippers team is doing good, too, so that always helps your odds for sixth man of the year yep. when your team's looking good because of it. So I'm going to – I don't see why not. Russ is balling. Russ, sixth man of the year. I'm going yeah. to speak it into existence. I mean, you can never – you can never vote out Russ, right? No. You can never vote him out. That's just the weird, I never thought, you know, four to five years ago today, I'm like, oh, yeah. Russ is a six-panty unit. Yeah. Uh, person who I now picked, I've been watching him a lot this year. I've really enjoyed how he's been playing. I think he's been playing really well. Uh, Malik Monk. The, big, oh. the biggest thing I've noticed with him is his playmaking ability. Uh, he's increased his assists by about three from last year to this year. Yeah. Um, and I've watched a pretty good amount of Kings games and I mean he's he's just done really well facilitating off the bench he's really good at creating his own shot getting to the rack having the defense collapse finding the open man um, he's really uh, developed a good two man game with Sabonis yeah and so I've been really yeah, impe- I've I been just, I would give it I would I've been impressed with, with I've been impressed with Malik Monk he's been doing a great job um, I also just think he's a hooper so shout, shout um, out to Joe for also giving me Malik Bunk in that same trade of the Devin Vassell that's right. club. That's right. So that's no, what I'm gonna go with. I would not be mad if Malik Monk wanted to. Yeah. I just would want I think I just want to see the Kings do a little bit better than they are right now. Because they're what? I get that. They're seven. They're seven. Yeah. They're, they're, they're yeah. playing right now. Right. So pick it up a little bit. If they pick it up, let's go. Yeah, Come they're on. four and six in the last ten. Damn, yeah, on a four game losing streak with yeah. my boy Sabonis? Bro. Pick it up. Isn't you said Sabonis is in MVP ladder too, right? Sabonis is an MVP ladder. He's number seventh on the ladder. Uh, hey, he's top ten on the ladder. I'll take it, man. But bite, bite come on, tongue. Sabonis. Oh, he's <laughs> biting my tongue. One one last thing I want to say about six man before we move on. Uh, I feel like we just can't ignore this man because he's number one in the uh, the betting favorites right now. Tim Hardaway Jr. He's he's on the Mavs, right? He's on the Mavs. He's been playing really well. A couple of pods ago, he was leading the league in three-pointers made. Um, I think it's calmed down a little bit for him. Um, but he's been really effective from three still. Mm-hmm. He's top five in threes made still this year. Um, 
and he's increased his uh, scoring by four points. And I've just heard a lot of good things about him this year. I feel like that was just something we can't ignore. Um, you know, besides, he, he's not really necessarily a playmaker or the greatest defender, um, yeah. but he's just been a straight, straight bucket for him whenever they need it. He's had some big games. Yeah, that's fair. A lot of threes. Um, so that was just someone that I, I wanted to shout out. Um, I know someone that you want to shout out. He's number five on the list. Matherin. Bevich Matherin. Yep. Yeah, I like Bevich. Uh, he's a second year guy, right? Third year guy. Third year guy. Yeah. I like Benedict Matherin. Um, I think third year. I think he's great when Miles Turner is not on the court. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it just gives him balance on the Pacers team. Yep. And I think he'll be better once with Siakam there. Um, I second Siakam does nothing but help the Pacers. We already talked about that, but yep. Um, yeah. Honestly, if any any of those guys won, I would not be mad. Um, I'm trying to think of another. Those are all guys in the West. Some other names. About any guys in the East? Uh, number three on the betting odds, Bogdan Bogdanovich of the Atlanta yeah. Hawks. He's one of you won. How many six man of the year? Or I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Of, never mind. Who are you thinking of? I was thinking of Brogdon, wasn't I? Brogdon oh, Brogdon. Was, yeah, you're yeah. the Brogdon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking of Brogdon. Uh, number six on this list is Karis Levert. Okay. I like Cole Levert's. Anthony is number eight on this list. Levert has, I think Levert has some good um, looks, especially with the Cavs doing good. And the Cavs, I mean, yeah, Cavs are on a six-game win streak. Levert's obviously had to play probably a bigger role. More than out. the more than the other rewards, I think really for six man of the year, really is very highly dependable on your team doing good. I feel like, yeah, because I mean, well, that's yeah, kind of the right, yeah, yeah, because the six man helps you get you know that six man right really could be a big difference maker between a win and a loss. Yeah, so. I, so purely off that, I think Russ is my lead. Um, Malik Monk would be up there. Oh yeah, Tim Hardaway Jr. I guess they're fifth. Yeah, know? yeah. So I'll give them to that. Yeah, or six. They're six. Uh, man, we really were not hitting with our preseason predictions, Matt. Yeah. Because going on to the next one for uh, DPOY, <laughs> we both had a triple J. <laughs> we best. Um, he was the favorite among. Oh, Let's just be honest. No one expected him to be as having the season he's having. No one expected the Grizzlies to be what they are this Fair. year so far. Yep. So. Yep. No, we expected bigger and better because we knew Jaw was out for the first twenty-five. Yeah, we. I just don't think he can handle being. In, I think being it's the proven. number one. I mean, he had a thirty-point game tonight, being right. the number one. Yeah. But I, yeah, he needs help. he's he's ninth on the list right now for DPOY. He can't be the. Yeah. He can't run the whole thing. Who would you be? Who would be your new DPOY? I couldn't tell you. Um, I'd probably. I'll, here, I'll go through. The, let me go through the the betting favorites right now. I think off the dome, uh-huh. I'd put somebody off the T Wolves. I know they're one of the number one defensive rank ranking teams in the NBA right now. So I don't. I whether that goes to Rudy Gobert, who's been Defensive Player of the Year at least once or twice before. So already. he's number. He's number one. Yeah. He's minus two thirty. I don't know much about stats wise to. Uh, Second on there, plus 800. Chet Holmgren. Really? I guess he's, he's a blocking machine. Third is AD. Four is OG. Five is Bam. Six is Derek White. Seven, Embiid. Chet's number two for Defensive Player of the Year? Chet's number two for Defensive Player of the Year. Damn. For the betting favorites right now. Yep. Plus All 800. Right, I'll take it. <laughs> Fuck. I feel like that just adds even more to your rookie of the year talk, man. Is Wemby on here? Wait, hold up. 
Is Wemby not on there? Wemby's down there. Wemby's uh, 11th. Shea is 12th. I don't know how he's the second favorite Oz, but you know what? I'm going to take it. I'm not going to argue it. Um. <laughs> Suggs is on this list towards the bottom. Go Jalen. Yep. Yep. Um, but yeah, so that... I think there's a lot of time left, but right. Rudy Gobert is just always a... I know, he's... Easy choice. Always fucking doing that shit. He's great. Um, yeah. I I have not paid... I know... I know I hear a lot. I have a lot of couple friends that are, are that are T Wolves fans, so I might hear from them later. Um, uh, shout out to Nick Hendricks, who's a huge Nas Reed fan. Um, Big Joey, yeah, he's a huge Nas Reed fan. T Wolves, obviously, I would not be surprised if any if Rudy Gobert got it because, like I said, they're the number one defensive ranked team right now. I think. Yep. Or they're up there. Yep. So, um, I wouldn't be surprised. But I'll take Chet at number two. Yeah, I know. It's pretty pretty crazy that even Looking just... at Chet on the floor, yeah, he actually looks great. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of blocks that are not counted. Um, maybe just because they're passers or something like that. But, like, uh, he's really – he's making a presence out there. Yeah. So, um, last, last award of the night, most improved player, Matt. You had J-Dub. I had Cade. Looking at it right now. Would you still have J-Dub as your most improved player? Just off a bias standpoint. I mean, he's been really improved. I can tell you that much. Yeah. But I feel like there's... I, I can't put a pin on who would... Who comes to my mind. Jalen Brunson, maybe. Jalen Brunson looked like a baller this year. Yeah. He, was, he kind of popped out at the end of the season, though, so it's kind of expected. Um, Spider's the same. I don't think any of the... Tyrese Maxey, maybe. So he's... Or per- he's Maxie's currently the favorite odds right now. I would, I would take Maxie. Yeah, it's Maxie. So I had Cade Cunningham, and I just want to go take a look at his stats really quick. I mean, Cade Cunningham's not bad. It's just a really, really, really shitty team. He's averaging 22, shooting 45% from the field, 34 from three, seven assists, four boards. Mm-hmm. And I'd, I think you're just, I think you're right. He's just. Probably, yeah. not even, probably not even looked at because he's playing on yeah. the Pistons. And so he's not going to yeah. get that. Maxi, um, so Maxi's the favorite, and then it goes Sangoon. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd put him up there. Scotty B. Uh, yep. Kobe White. Halliburton. Jalen Johnson, who I want to talk about a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And then and then J-Dub. I'm glad J-Dub is up there, actually. I didn't... Yeah. Especially talking about lately, like J Dub's in the last like 11, 12 games, he's averaging over twenty points. He's gotten a couple double doubles, and uh, he's what you said he's fifth in the league in three point percentage right now too. Yep, yep. So like he's balling. Yep. Even when Shea's doing it all, J Dub's right there with him. Those two are the most reliable things in my pocket right now when it comes to the Thunder. If I see them down anyway, so yeah. And yeah, I just want to talk a little bit more about uh, Jalen Johnson of the Atlanta yeah, Hawks. Go, send uh, it. This dude has been playing lights out, crazy basketball for yeah. the, Atlanta, the Atlanta Hawks this year. He's starting. Ooh, Hawks kind of suffering now too, though. Right? Yeah, I know they need to pick it up. Um, but I've seen some crazy stat lines from him. I mean, compared to what he was doing last year, he's improved his scoring by at least ten right now. He's averaging fifteen, eight, and four with a couple blocks and a steal. Yeah. Um, he has really stepped it up for the Hawks. Uh, obviously, the Hawks need to kind of figure it out. There's a lot of uh, rumors right now with DeJounte 
um, possibly being on the market. Uh, and he responded by having back-to-back game winners these past two nights. Yeah. Um, but I've, I've been really impressed with Jalen Johnson. Uh, looking at this list as well, you got Scotty B. We've Obviously, talked about, we've talked yeah. about Scotty B. Now he's going to even have more. Deservedly uh, so. Yeah, he's going to have more opportunity. Sangoon. I mean, I've, I've been impressed with Sangoon since last year. Yep. He's been a really good center for Houston. Kobe White uh, has really taken over this year. Halliburton, obviously we know. Uh, but, I mean, going back to this young core of OKC, man, J-Dub. J-Dub really has been having a, a great year over in OKC. I love getting a text every week from my boy, Cy. Yep. Like, J-Dub. J-Dub. That's Dude, it. I mean, he's, that's it. And he's, I just look, I mean, I'm like, our, yeah, you already know. Balling. Like, Absolute. J-Dub balling. has been, J-Dub's been hooping. Yeah. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Um, Very happy with him. Yeah. It's, but I could see every single ever guy above him that, yep. that could go. Crazy to think that we're already, I'm already saying, I'm saying it again, but I can't believe we're halfway through the season. I can't believe we're doing these mid-season check-ins right now. I know. It's crazy. So we'll, we'll definitely do another uh, check-in on our end-of-the-year awards before we get into, um, you know, that time of the year. Uh, moving on to another segment here. Uh, yesterday, Thursday, January 18th was the third and final return of fan votes. Um, next Thursday will be the starters released for the All Stars. Matt, let's take a look at these. Uh, let's take a look at these voting. Um, let's take a look at the the West first. Let's look at the the front court. Sabonis has cracked the top ten. Finally, my goodness. about time. I know. Put some respect on his name. Um, we got LeBron, Jokic, KD, AD, Kawhi, Sangoon, PG, Wemby, Jet, Sabonis. What do you think of these ten up here? Um, Is anyone missing? The front court, yeah. The east or west? West. Yep. Nothing at the top of my head. You think of anybody that I can't think of? Katie's in there. Honestly, Rudy. I'm like. I'm trying to look at the teams right now and see like who Rudy or Cat. Well, at least one of them. With the way they've been playing, they're the best team in the West. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I think that's a little unfair to say that neither of them are in there. Is PG up there? Yeah, PG and Choir up there. Because okay, no Zion. I'm not gonna go to the guards yet, but. Front court, yeah, I think, I think you can't, you can't not say that the T Wolves are the number one defensive team in the league right now, and not mention either one of their big men. I, I think it would be it'd be Cat, if anything. Cat, because of his just his offensive stats, his but... yeah, Cat's offensive ability. I mean, there's there's yeah. games where Gobert will put up you know eight, yeah. he gets fifteen boards and three blocks, but then you have Cat who's getting like 26, 12, and you know five and. Yeah. Couple steals and a block or whatever it is. Put, yeah. So um, so cat would cat would be the one that should be up there on that front court. If anything, looking at this looking at this top ten or I mean, um, looking at the rankings, seeing Minnesota at one. I put cat over Sangoon, Victor and Chet. Oh no. I uh, know. Yeah, I would. But I wouldn't put him over Sabonis. I think Sabonis needs to be. I've so I I, I, I think Sabonis seems to be fourth. I think he's better than Anthony Davis this year. Better than Kawhi Leonard. He's better than he, he's just Singer. he's a he's a triple double machine. 
still bothers me. Triple double machine. I guess Paul George is small forward. I get that, but oh, that he's in the front court, not the back court. Yeah, I still think he's a back court guy. But um, well, let's let's go on to the back court. Go ahead. Yeah. So, I mean, we have Luca, who we both agree is rightfully so. He's getting some popularity. Steph is there. SGA, Harden, Kyrie, and Darren Fox. Whoa. Number eight, uh, John Morant. Even before this guy was out for the season, he played, what, nine games? Yeah. He's eighth in all-star voting. <laughs> uh, Austin Reeves is still top ten, by the way. I know you really enjoy that. I don't. Austin Reeves leads the Lakers in the worst plus minus on their team fun fact he's not he's not better than he's not better than J-Dubs he's not better than a lot of guys off the top of my head near Fox is in there okay good so let's take let's let's say we take Jaw and AR out of the, that that uh, top 10 who would you replace those two with um if you just go look, yeah, we can go pull up the the standings and just look at the the Western Conference teams. Um, Who like who's a backcourt player you would you would throw oh, in there? Also frontcourt, Laurie Marquette. I think Laurie is better than I mean, Larry, yeah. I mean he's he's been there before. I think Laurie should be there. Yeah. Um. Also backcourt, backcourt. Jamal. Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray has um, been playing has been playing a lot better as of late. Yeah. Uh, Ingram? No, Ingram's more. Bi, Bi is front court. Yeah, he's front court. What would you say about my boy, uh, Fred Money? Fred Money? No, not not this year. I'm sorry. Fred Money's not not in front. <laughs> no, no. I'm sorry, Daddy. Not okay. this year. It's okay. Not this year. Maybe hey, man, he gets his wings back. They'll, next they'll year, pick but... it up. Yeah, you know the Rockets got the, they got some time. It's okay. They'll pick it up. Um, other than that, honestly, maybe D book. I think book. book I think book was up there. I think he was ninth. Darren Fox is in there. Yeah, Darren was there. Um, Blanket. Maybe keep it as is. I'd say J Dubs. Yeah, honestly, throw J Dubs in there. I'd throw J Dubs yeah. in there. He's doing great. Yeah. I would. I would put J Dubs at ten. Take y'all out. Well, one week. Kyrie's one ranked really until, high. I think yeah. J Dubs is playing better than Kyrie. J Dubs has been playing better than Kyrie. Kyrie's been hurt a lot too. Yes. So it's like you should be higher. D books in yeah. there. Yep. Um, Obviously, Beal not played enough for that either. Yeah. Looking over at the, well, let's, let's go over to the East really quick. Um, we got Giannis at one and beat at two. Uh, Tatum at three. I, I think that this looks pretty good. Um, I love that Paulo is there at eight as well. Uh, you know, Kristaps at six. I think we we kind of talked about Kristaps being that X factor, um, but I, 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 it's it's funny to see that we have Tatum, Brown, and Kristaps <laughs> uh, in the top six for voting. Um, I obviously think Tatum always deserves that. Um, you know, there there's always that talk with Jalen Brown about not having a left hand, um, but you know he's. He's been playing really well this year. I, I just find it interesting that Kristaps is also up there um, as the sixth. Uh, but thinking of other players who should be up there, I'm not necessarily sure of. 
Um, and, and the other players I think of, they're still up there. You know, Bam, Paulo, Julius Randle. Um, looking at this list, Matt, what do you think of the uh, Celtics having three, five, and six in the voting? I don't think Jalen Brown's a on court. I'll say it again and again. Um, I see Jason Tatum, I guess. You know, he runs the court like a point guard sometimes, but... Uh... Uh, they're in, okay, yes, they're the best league. Uh, they have the best record in the league, um, which gets, deserves recognition. I get that. Yeah. Do I think? I don't know. Do you think Jared Allen should be up there from the Cavs? Jared Allen. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait, where's he at? He's not. Jared Allen's not up there. I would put him over. So I was saying, if you think, yeah, if you think he should be up there. Uh, he's, he's been playing a lot better as of late. You know, the past two weeks, we, I talked about it a little bit earlier. Um, I think he's been Jimmy playing like his, he's been playing like his all star self. Bam's in there. Kristaps yep. has done good this year. He deserves there. Paulo, I think, kind of deserves it. Happy, to happy to see Paulo up there. You know who's not up there? Miles Turner. Mm. I'm not sure how well he's done this year, but I think he's a great option up there. Yeah. Um, No, no, uh, Nikola Vucevic. I was gonna say Vucevic. I was trying to, <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was trying to make sure I got the right V. I almost said Valachudas, but, but Vucevic. No, you got it. You got it. Um, he's averaging. Uh, he's been great. He's averaging seventeen and ten. He's got the Bulls kind of back. three and a half assists. Bulls are climbing a little bit. Yeah. So um, yeah, I think there's a little more credit. We got all the guys in the. Yeah, I guess I can't really see that many other people. Yeah. Muhammad Gay, why isn't he up there? Gosh. Well, hey, he'll be up there what? one day. Ten time, ten time All Star. Ten time All Star Muhammad Gay. Uh, you, you, y'all hear it here first, man. Y'all hear it here first. Okay. Every that, team's gonna be calling for Mo Gay in a couple years. Um, you know what the most exciting thing about this front court is, in my opinion. Uh huh. Is that there's no more Wizards playing on there anymore. <laughs> totally forgot Kuz was on there. No more Kuz. Totally forgot Kuz was on there. Well, suck. I think people realize that sure Kuz, Kuzma should, Kuz should not be on there. So I'm sure Kuzma has the worst plus minus in the league right now. Respect to Kuz, but nope, no respect to Kuz. Yeah. <laughs> I you're, did, you're on a tough team. I had my Kuzma um, rant a different episode. Yeah, but um, I don't hate the front court. Gail Bridges kind of shocks me coming in tenth. Um. Jared Allen would be the one that I was talking about, and Miles Turner maybe. Yeah, the only yeah. two I can really think of. I would like might. to see Jared Allen in there. Yeah. Those are the only two I can think of that uh, would have a chance to make this over like Mikael Bridges. Yeah. Looking and, at the guards, we got Halliburton at one. Hallie. Should be no surprise there, right? I feel like he's definitely a fan favorite for what he's been doing. Um, Trey, Dame, Donovan, Maxi, Brunson, Derek White still up there. Derek White, yeah. Lamelo, Drew Holiday. So the the whole starting five is still there for Boston. Yeah. Um. I don't. And Demar. Demar Rosen. Oh wow! I he just snuck in. He wasn't in there before. Was he? I, I don't think he was. I don't think he was. Either. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on these ten? Is anyone missing? Um. Off my dome. I don't know why Lamelo's in there. Maybe do, do we maybe throw Dejounte Murray in there? Dejounte, where, where you got his you got his counterpart Trey's up there. Trey's yep. second. That's actually crazy. Yeah, 
Dame's a little high. Maxie's Maxie being yeah, I think Dame's a little bit high with Maxie being fifth and Donovan being fourth. Jalen deserves it. Uh, I would shit on Derek White, but he's doing a lot better than I thought. Actually, he's was, been playing. He's been playing better. It's been a lot better than I thought. Yeah, I don't think Drew Holiday should be in there still. He's great. He's great fifth option. Mm-hmm. I understand that he's definitely helping them win games, but yeah. I don't think he's better than. Let's go back to the standings. Let me yeah, go who, through here. Let's, who would you throw in? Uh, we teams? got them. We got Maxi. We got um, we got Brunson. Uh, Tyler Hero. I was about to say, would you throw Tyler Hero in there? I know he's not played. He was kind of unhealthy at the very beginning, but he's been still balling ever since he got back. I put Tyler Hero in there. So that'd be three Miami Heat for them. Uh, Magic. Hero is averaging twenty-two and a half right now, shooting forty from three. Yeah, I would. I would six boards, six boards, four assists. I put Hero over Drew Holiday. Yeah. Um, Hallie's already for the Pacers. Yeah, Drew Drew Holiday right now is averaging thirteen, six boards, four and a half assists. Well, it's, I don't honestly. I would say Cunningham, but it's kind of really it's it's the odds are not his favor, which I know sucks. But no they're, uh, no, they're not. Um, I want to put Scotty. Scotty technically front court would be Scotty B. Yeah, it would be front court. Okay, so not yeah. Scotty, but yeah. uh, I don't know. I think that's not horrible. Otherwise, yeah, I'll just swap through all Huddy out for like Tyler Hero probably. Crazy, yeah. crazy to think that next week the rosters are or the starters are going to be released. Yeah, I'm excited We're to go back get... to this classic East versus West. Same. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. It's so. going to be. That's how it should always be. Yeah, it's the traditional. Wonder what the jerseys are going to look like this year. Oh yeah. Yeah. Red versus blue. I'm guessing again. Probably. Maybe. Oh, in some sort of fashion. But... Yeah. We'll definitely yeah, we'll I'm definitely excited. cook up some uh, special podcast for All Star Weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we will. Well, we might have a guest or so. Yeah. We, yeah. I, we've had a lot of people ask to be guests. I know. People we got to start. We, we, will, we will start getting all the guests going. Be patient. Trent keeps on bugging me. He wants to be on here really bad. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll get him going. We got people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, last topic I just want to kind of quickly talk about tonight. Um, just watching all this, this ball recently. Something I've noticed um, just seeing players who have really elevated their game this year. You look at guys like Paulo, Brunson, Ant, Halliburton. Um, and then I think about all those guys. They all played for Team USA FIBA last year. Yeah. Uh, I I think the impact of playing for Team USA basketball is just not being talked about enough. I think a couple different things. I think, you know, being able to have, being able to learn from multiple different coaches that, are not even your own coaches, so you're starting to learn different perspectives. Being able to take that all in, they're great coaches. You know, being able to have get their insight, I think, is a, a great opportunity. Um, which not, you know, 11 players were on that roster last yeah. year, so 11 players were able to get that experience. Being able to go play overseas, um, you know, we've see, we've saw watching FIBA last year, watching the Team USA, how good teams are overseas. Um, but that's also because our FIBA team was not what it probably should have been. You know who is underappreciated? Yeah. It was FIBA Team Canada. We got third. 
They played. They but, had some good players. But they, that was a good team. Yeah. Just and, and And look at how RJ's playing right now. RJ's killing it. Look how SGA's playing right they now. They had Jamal Murray on that team. I mean, I mean, look how Lou Dort's playing right now. Lou Dort? Yeah. SGA? Like... So that's that even brings another example, like not even playing for Team USA, but playing international FIBA, FIBA Olympics. Serbians are starting to take over the yeah. NBA. Yeah, I, I think being able to have that international experience just brings so much to your game. You just learn so much more. Oh, hold on, I gotta mention, I gotta call you out. That was the funniest text I seen earlier this week. You're like, who the hell is number twenty six? <laughs> number twenty nine. Twenty nine. <laughs> who the hell is number twenty nine out there? I was like. Bro, you don't know the myth, the man, the legend? <laughs> I don't even know how to say his name, Vasilehe Misic. Vasilehe Misic. Dude, I was watching that game, and I had no idea who that was. I, was, I literally rookie. said it out loud. I was like, who the... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, but it seems like he's been hooping, though, for oh, you guys. So I like him. It I seems like, like he's been hooping for you guys. So, I mean, hey. You know what? I like him better than when, than when Cameron Payne was our backup point guard. I like him better than campaign. I'll be honest. The campaign days. Is campaign still in the league? Yeah, he's on the Bucks. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, campaign days, man. Campaign days. The OKC campaign days. I mean, and the Suns. And the Suns campaign days. Yeah. Man, Suns. <laughs> no, come on. But yeah. Well, another great episode. Another great episode. Yeah. Uh, Thank you all for tuning in. Tune in. Like. Follow us, rate our podcast. Uh, check out all of our social media. Check our social media at the Bankshot DJs on Twitter, yes, on sir. Instagram. I will start posting more. I promise. Uh, it's, sorry, it's been busy start of the year, but I will start posting more. We're, we're rolling. Yeah. Tell your mom. Tell your dad. Tell your ex girlfriend if you really want to. I don't care. More, the more publicity, the greater. And please send in any topic ideas, anything you want us to talk about. Yeah. We're always looking for stuff. Hit up the uh, Q&A in yep. the episode if you're on listening on Spotify or the poll. If, I'm not sure if we're doing a poll in this episode, but, you know, interact. Tell your friends. And, Keep uh, spreading the word. Up. Thanks, Rocky Denge. Uh, we're rolling. We're rolling, baby. This is yep. episode eight already for us. I know. Halfway through the year. We're going to be recording we'll episode going. nine pretty soon yeah. here. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Halfway through the season. Thank you, guys. Yep. Peace. Peace.